BJ Penn to return to the UFC? Dun dun dun! Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this, I want to thank everybody for their support. We've been pushing out some content. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. If you want to follow me on Twitter, do so at FightJunkie.com. If you're listening to, to this podcast via Anchor and you want to leave comments via Anchor, you have to do so um, via the app. So you can go to anchor.fm and check all that out. Of course, the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash fightjunkie2006. Uh, go ahead and check out all the videos. Like them if you like them. Um, comment, interact with us, and of course, subscribe. We've been having some fun over there, getting some nice comments, some interactions. I appreciate all the support, and so hopefully you guys enjoy what I'm doing, and we'll keep going forward from there. So is BJ Penn coming back? Well, that's the rumor. Supposedly, the UFC is setting up a BJ Penn versus Ryan Hall fight scheduled for later this year, probably November or December. Nothing's finalized, nothing's signed, and no date has been set, but this is the rumor mill. A lot of times, there's substance behind rumors, and this could be one of the cases. Would it surprise me? No, because if you guys listened to my previous podcast that said, is Logan Paul uh, going to sign with the UFC? And if you haven't seen that, it's on YouTube. It's on Anchor. I post it on my social media, but it'll be easier to find on YouTube. Check it out. Listen to it because I explain exactly what I believe the UFC is now, which is a which is an entertainment company. A lot of people still haven't grasped this concept that things are changing and the UFC is changing and they have been for a long time. You can especially say it since the sale and this is the market that they're going after. They're going after entertainment fights that can bring in more casuals and they expect the hardcore guys just to stay around, maybe bitch and moan, but we're not going anywhere. So if you're interested in my thoughts on the UFC as an entertainment company, go ahead and check out that podcast, which is up on YouTube. So it wouldn't surprise me from that point of view at all. Would it surprise me from BJ Penn's point of view? Of course not. This is one of the guys that apparently just cannot leave the sport. And you see this in boxing, and of course you see it in MMA. There's some, it's like a drug, like they need this and they go away for a year, they go away for a few months, they go away for two years, and then they watch a fight, or they go start training, or and then all of a sudden, back in their delusioned mind, they think that they can do this again. The guy is 39 years old. He hasn't won a fight since, like, Matt Hughes, I believe it was. That was something in, like, 2010. I mean, that is insane. He's 16 and 12. I know a lot of people consider him a legend, but in MMA, a lot of the early fights and a lot of the early fighters get credit because they basically established the sport. But when you're talking about pure skills, do you really think like these early UFC guys would be able to dominate or even compete with the new school guys? The sport has evolved. Just like I said, how uh, the UFC is evolving into an entertainment company. The same thing happened with MMA and you could even say boxing. Those guys don't stand that way anymore that they used to stand. They don't go 150 rounds. They don't fight every two weeks. Things change. And a lot of these early UFC guys get a lot of credit, and I get it. You know, they established the sport, the, the sport and they were uh, the big names, and everybody said, what the hell is this sport, and what are these guys doing, and they're worried. Oh, that's true. It's it, They were legit back then. But what I'm saying is their time has passed, man. 
And that's just the fact. You can love BJ Penn all you want. What do you really think he's going to do in the UFC? At this stage, what is he going to do? If you're honest with yourself, what has he done? Since his win against Matt Hughes in 2010, he drew against John Fetch, lost to Nate Diaz, lost to Rory McDonald, lost to Frankie Edgar, lost to Yari Rodriguez, and lost to Dennis Silver. And now he's coming back? Come on, guys. We already know what this is about. Butts in the seats. Do you think off that record and Penn's age that he should be fighting in the UFC? Right? This goes back to the Logan Paul situation. The CM Punk situation. I already spoke about this. If you're looking at this on paper and how he's performed, his age, where the sport is, where the sport's going, the young killers that are coming up, does he deserve to be fighting in the UFC? Legend or not? I say no. So if you're going to make the case that Logan Paul shouldn't be in the UFC, I can almost throw BJ Penn in that same boat. Now, I know people are going to go crazy and say you're comparing BJ Penn to Logan Paul. No, I'm not. What I'm saying is if this is about the purity of the sport, which a lot of people like to claim sitting up on their throne, high and mighty, that the sport needs to be pure about the best versus the best. Who is the best in the division? Who is the best in the world? Who is the baddest man on the planet or lady? Then you need to stick with that. And BJ Penn does not fit that mode. Right? So if BJ Penn isn't of that model of the best of the best of the best, then what's he doing in the UFC? And he's not an upper right? So you can't even say, well, he's a kid and we can groom him. So that argument doesn't pass either. Why is he in the UFC? Why is he going to come back? Why is the UFC allowing him to come back? We've got two separate issues here. Penn can think what he wants. Penn can do what he wants. Penn can hope that he's going to be a world champion at 42. If he's delusional, he's delusional. But we're talking about what's the UFC doing? Why would the UFC bring him back in off of those performances, those losses at 39 years old? Obviously, they still can sell BJ Penn. There's no other argument you can make. There's no other argument that even comes close to being legitimate other than they can still put butts in seats if BJ Penn is in the cage. Because who really believes this guy's going to make a title run? Who even believes he'll win that next fight? Who's to say he can even beat Ryan Hall? Ryan Hall's only six and one. He's nothing like, you know, super special where you're going to say, well, he'll just destroy BJ Penn. But still, off of BJ Penn's recent performances, what does a win even do if he beats Hall? Is BJ Penn quote unquote back if he beats Ryan Hall? Are you kidding me? That doesn't make any sense. So why did they set up the matchup? They can sell tickets. Why did they pick Hall? In my opinion, they picked Hall because Hall has dismal striking. BJ Penn still has a good chin. He takes a beating before he goes out. And I don't think Hall will be able to do that on the feet. As bad as BJ Penn is at this point, Hall is pretty terrible on the feet. The guy's a pure jiu-jitsu man. He came from jiu-jitsu. I have seen this man butt flop inside the cage. Yes, 
Ryan Hall has butt-flopped over and over inside the cage. He wants it on the mat at all costs. So I think the UFC is thinking, we can make money off Penn. And the odds of him being in serious danger are slim to none on the feet. Like this is probably going to end up being a grappling match or like Penn pounds him out via ground and pound as Hall's trying to leg lock him, pulling guard, trying to pull P- BJ Penn into his guard where he's shooting takedowns on BJ, trying to get on top, this type of thing. So going to basically be a grappling match. A grappling match that if Penn is able to stop those takedowns, then it'll probably be a, a pin ground and pound, honestly. But Hall's gonna he's gonna shoot for submissions. He's gonna he's gonna shoot for takedowns. He's gonna attempt submissions. He'll butt flop. He doesn't it doesn't matter. He will do what he has to do to try to get that fight to the ground and submit BJ Penn. And then you're gonna have all these people saying BJ Penn is a black belt, he's got good jujitsu, right? So they're already gonna build hype because people are gonna say the exact same thing I said. Oh, Penn may not be the pin of old, but Ryan isn't very good, and Ryan doesn't have striking. So it's possible BJ Penn could stuff his takedowns and ground and pound him out. It's possible that he could outgrapple Hall. It's possible BJ Penn can win. And good Lord, if he wins, then what do you think is going to happen? He's got another fight, guaranteed. So this is the problem with people not understanding where the sport is going because they continue to get disappointed. I actually saw somebody on social media who commented something like, doesn't the UFC care about their fans in regards to this potential fight? Doesn't the UFC care about their fans? He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand where the sport is going, where it has been going. He's stuck back in the ice age of best versus best. And of course you're going to be disappointed if that's how you think. I get it, guys. 1,000%. I understand. Of course. I would be disappointed too if I'm thinking this is the top org in the world for MMA artists to compete and show the world who the best is. And then you get BJ Penn coming back out of retirement again against Ryan Hall. And you're going, why is this fight booked? Why is this a part of the UFC in 2018? Why is BJ Penn a part of the UFC in 2018? He shouldn't be. Regardless if you like him and what you think about his career and how great you think he was or was going to be or if he lived up to expectations or not. In 2018, we've already seen his recent record, how he's performed. He's at an advanced age. He should not be fighting in the UFC. But I don't think it's a shock that they will bring him back. Again, it's not a done deal, but who would be shocked? The only people that are shocked are still thinking about best versus best. So when you comment, does the UFC care about their fans? You got to get with the program, man. I'm out there. Follow people that know. Follow people that are telling you this is about entertainment. Because there's a lot of MMA journalists out there who peddle the same garbage. Oh, I don't want to see Logan Paul in the UFC. Oh, come see me when Logan Paul can sell 800,000 pay-per-views at more than $10. Like the ego on these people. They know all. Doesn't matter what we see. 
They're telling us what we see isn't true. Excuse after excuse after excuse why fights like this are happening. Because they're too delusioned to see that this is an entertainment sport. They don't want the sport to become WWE style. So they're going to fight tooth and nail against the grain to say, oh, these are exceptions, not the rule. And yet the fights keep on happening. How many people are going to equate BJ Penn and Logan Paul? Nobody. Nobody's going to do that. They're not going to say, oh, if Logan Paul doesn't deserve to be in the UFC, BJ Penn shouldn't be continuing to fight in the UFC. Why? Because immediately people go into this ridiculous argument that I'm comparing BJ Penn to Logan Paul. They're not looking at the big picture. What I'm talking about, you could say both of them don't deserve to be in the UFC. BJ Penn because he's way past it and Logan because he hasn't earned it. It's like people don't take the time to actually think about things, to look at things. They're just stuck in this old model of this is the way the UFC was, this is the way the UFC always will be, and it will never change. And I'm here to tell you I don't think that's the case. I think it has to change. I think it has been changing. And I think a lot of people just aren't comfortable with the change. And I understand that. Like I've been telling you guys, I don't think like you have to accept it. I saw another comment on social media that had something to do with if it was a Logan Paul fight, I believe, if he came into the UFC. Like, oh, I understand what they're doing. I wouldn't support it, but I understand. That's that's perfectly fair. 100% fair. Like, oh, I understand why they're doing it. Obviously, it's going to be a draw. They're going to do big numbers, but it's not my cup of tea. To me, that's a lot more honest than saying, oh, the UFC is the best of the best, and it's always going to be the best of the best, and it's never going to change. That's not accurate at all. Even recently, that's not accurate. So how you can say what's going to happen in two years, three years, five years, when it's already going that way towards more entertainment being mixed into the hardcore fights that we watch for six to seven hours on FS1 and Fight Pass. So they're already doing the mixing like I told you they would of these entertainment fights, regardless of who's in it, entertainment style fights that bring in a different demographic than what's usually watching the fights. And that's all I'm saying is that we see it happening before our eyes. So if it's already happening, do you think all of a sudden it's going to stop? I don't think it's all of a sudden going to stop. If anything, I think if it works and it's successful and they do do better numbers or hit different demographics, then I think they would do more of it, right? Like that kind of makes sense to me. So at this point, I can't really say there's much that would shock me. Like I'm thinking to myself, would this shock me if this happened? Well, what could it be? Like who could they sign to come in the UFC where I would just be flabbergasted? And I don't know if there is a person. I mean, if you're talking basically, you know, uh, in shape, a healthy person, you know, we're not talking like an 80-year-old or something. That would shock me. But if we're just talking, you know, basic physical age, you know, some type of celebrity status, this type of thing, I, I don't know if there is an industry where I would be surprised. The record music industry, 
if it was, of course, the YouTube celebrity style industry, the old fighters that they're bringing back. Bellator's making a whole career out of this. They're making a, they're giving fighters a whole new shot at a career with their ancient tournaments that they're putting on of all the old guys. Obviously, they're doing it for a reason. I've watched those fights. I'll continue to watch those fights if I'm able to as far as time time is concerned. So it's not like I think people are looking at this as we know better than Bellator or, or uh, UFC. They're the ones that have the actual revenue and money on the line. So they're the ones that are gauging, are we going to have an audience for this? And can we build this audience? And can we keep doing these type of fights? And if you keep seeing these type of fights, then it's obviously working behind the scenes. These are successful companies, man. As far as promotion goes, they know what they're doing. A lot of times as hardcore people, we laugh about it and we joke about it and we talk about how ridiculous these fights are. But at the end of the day, they're putting butts in seats or eyeballs on the screen. And they're getting to the point where I think they realize that they can open up a different segment of the population that will enjoy these fights. So I just thought this was something interesting and it kind of related to exactly what I was talking about with the Logan Paul. And some people won't get it. They won't understand that I'm not comparing BJ Penn to Logan Paul as far as like skill set or as far as, you know, name recognition of what they've done in the sport or what they could do in the sport. None of that. None of that. None of that. All I'm really talking about is entertainment. BJ Penn at this point in his career is pure entertainment for the UFC standpoint. That's what they're looking at. Pure entertainment. They don't expect him to win a title. They don't expect him to go on a huge run of undefeated for the next five or six fights. He's not going to get any younger. He's not going to get any better. It'd be the same thing with Logan. Do they expect him to come in and just dominate? No, of course not. That's very hard to do. Could he win? Eh, who knows, depending on matchups. Could they move him? He's a young kid. He has more upside than BJ Penn does as far as his age. As far as they can say, oh, we're going to work with him. We put him at this gym. He's doing this. Oh, he's really improving. All the same crap they said to CM Punk. And that dude was like 40, 37 years old. You can't do that with BJ. All you're going to hear is the joke now is a motivated BJ Penn. Right? How long has that been a joke? If BJ Penn is motivated... I mean, people have been making excuses for this cat for how many years now? 2010 was his last win. It's 2018 right now. And people are still going to make excuses about the guy. He last fought in 2017. So you could say seven years straight. Seven years where he's active and in the scene, people were making excuses for the guy. And now in 2018, at 39 years old, Having been just losing left and right. Looking abysmal inside the octagon. And people will make excuses about how this fight is okay because of the limitations of Ryan Hill or Ryan Hall. If you do that, then you can't do that on all then you have to do that on all the other stuff I'm talking about. If you want to be fair. But I know it. I get it. A lot of people aren't fair. A lot of people aren't honest. A lot of people are simply biased. But all I'm trying to give you is a different perspective. Obviously, if you're biased and you're just making shit up, then that's what you're going to do. Nothing I can say, nothing I can show you is going to ever change your mind. 
But if you're a real fan out there and you're just disillusioned about what's going on, I'm trying to explain to you in the most simplest terms of what the UFC is doing and why they're doing it. So you can either get on board and accept it or whine and cry about it every time it happens. Somebody had even mentioned, uh, I'm not going to click on your Logan Paul video because they don't want to support the idea that he would come into the UFC. My reply was basically, you can't put your head in the sand. It's going to happen. Like these fights are going to happen, whether it's Logan Paul or not. You not acknowledging it by watching my podcast isn't going to change the fact. So you can either accept it, move on, and not be disappointed, or just sit there and every single time these type of fights occur, including BJ Penn coming back at 39 years old on a ridiculous losing streak, and be upset about it and go, what the hell is going on? Why is this happening? This shouldn't be going on. This guy doesn't deserve it. This guy's too old. This guy's not skilled. This is just pure entertainment. Why are they putting pain in? Right? You're just going to be doing this every time. It's just going to be a vicious cycle. You're just going to keep doing this. You're just going to replace the person's name. So instead of BJ Penn, you say Logan Paul. Instead of Logan Paul, you say CM Punk. You see what I'm saying? So whoever the next person is, instead of just going, oh, man, I'm not surprised. Who's it? Who do they have them lined up and talk about the matchup? And you could talk about, oh, yeah, this person's better. This You can still cap it. You can still discuss it. You can, But you're not going to be disappointed about it. It'll become the new normal. And so you'll expect it. You'll see these a couple times a year. And you'll just go with the flow, either not talk about it, not engage about it, not watch it, or treat it like any other fight, and then just go with it. Talk about it, cap it, bet on it, watch it, do everything you would in a quote-unquote skilled fight. What are your choices? Watch it or don't watch it. Talk about it or don't talk about it. Support it, don't support it. But it's not like, it's like I said before, it's not like the hardcore people are controlling this we're not guys we're not controlling the ufc they don't they don't look at our demographics of hardcore people and think that they have to give us x amount to keep us here they don't they know it we're in it so now they're opening up the window a little bit and letting some more people in and that's just the way the sport is going so i thought this was interesting it directly related to my thoughts, my opinions of what the UFC is, where they're going, how they're going, where it's going to go in the future. So as these things pop up, definitely I'm going to do a podcast about it. Not simply just because I'm going to go, haha, I told you guys. It's just really to get people used to it because these things are going to happen. So if BJ Payne comes back, I'm going to talk about BJ Payne coming back. If Logan Paul gets signed to the UFC, I'm going to talk about Logan Paul getting signed to the UFC. It's news. It's the UFC. It is fighting at the end of the day. So, of course, what are we going to do? Not talk about it? I won't ever do a Logan Paul has been signed to the UFC podcast. I can't talk about BJ Penn returning. I think it's a joke. But what am I going to do? That's what I'm saying. I consider myself a hardcore fan. But if the UFC says BJ Penn is back, what are my choices? 
put my head in the sand and ignore it like he doesn't exist, like he didn't come back? That seems far-fetched to me. Or talk about it, realize what it is, criticize it for what it is, but understand why they're doing it and understand that there's going to be more and more fights like this going forward. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.